for us to only lose that game by eight says a lot of just about the will. You know, we had, I went 0 of 8. Royce went 0 of 8. Well, you know, I went a 3. Like, the guys who typically make a bunch of threes, you know, we didn't. Uh, Mike was really keeping us in it. You know, I think the biggest thing is not to overreact. You know, sometimes it's not always going to go in. You know, there's going to be nights like this. And they came out ready to go. And they came out locked in. Give them credit, too. Hot Takes Toast brought to you by Jerry Signer Cadillac. Check out the bold new lineup at Jerry Signer Cadillac. It's definitely not your grandpa's Cadillac. All right, there was Donovan Mitchell, his take on the Jazz and the Mavericks, and the Mavericks ending the Jazz nine-game winning streak. Was it just one of those games? And for the most part, PK, it looks like Jazz fans are saying it was just one of those games. There is not a lot of wailing. There's not a lot of gnashing of teeth. Brian says winning streak's hard to do in the NBA. The Jazz has spoiled us with three of them this year. It's pretty normal to lose occasionally. Brian's not worried about it. Well, I'm not worried about it. Do you realize they still have a a six-and-a-half game lead over Denver in the Northwest Division? (laughs) Things we never talk about, ever. (laughs) The public doesn't bring up with us. Who even looks at division standings? Well, I just seen it, so uh, that's uh, caught my eye there when I opened up the box score so I could have it in front of me to be uh, be able to reference it. At the fingertips, and I saw, yeah, they got a six and a half lead, man. They're gonna, they're gonna. They used to put up banners when you win the division. Who even looks at the division standings? Me. And if it matters to me, then it matters, right? If it matters to you, it's a big deal. They got a six and a half game lead with twenty-two to go. Six and a half, actually. I think they can hold on, clinch the division. Gets in baseball, you have champagne. All right, there it is. <laughs> Wild, crazy locker room celebration. Spent a lot of No, that's not going to happen. Not happening. But you are correct. It is a, it is a six and a half game lead in the division. <laughs> they just they don't reward division winners with anything anymore. So what's the point of following it? It used to be you were guaranteed a minimum seed or something like that. And since the Jazz have the best record in the NBA, nobody's really concerned about well, that. Well, why did they hang a banner? You're questioning Jazz. Uh... Back in the day, they gave you something for it. They're, they're what? You were guaranteed a minimum seed. And also, I think when they were hanging banners, weren't there four divisions? Were they still hanging banners when there were six? I lost track. I know they were hanging them when there was four. If, if it doesn't matter, they wouldn't have divisions. So, <laughs> on you. <laughs> wow, that hurt my feelings. They still have divisions. What do you want from me? If it's meaningless, get rid of it. It's like one of these archaic laws on the books, right? We're going to clean it up in this session. Get rid of divisions. I think that when you have a combination of miserable three-point shooting and hot with the Maverick shot about 47%. Then you know what's going to happen. And the great thing about this is the reason why I'm not sweating it, not barely sweating it, is that if, say, they're to play the Mavericks or any team, whatever, and the differential is a 20 percentage point difference between you and the other team and you're on the wrong end of that you're probably going to lose that's a significant difference in three-point shooting where the other team shoots 47 percent and you shoot 27 percent the thing that doesn't alarm me that you're probably going to lose that more often than not but in a seven game series how many times is that going to happen it would have to happen four times and it's probably not going to happen four times 
And I think that you can really boil it down. Three guys who usually get it done for the Jazz really couldn't get it done at all. Mitchell's not going to go for eight that often. Royce O'Neal, 0 for 8. I mean, he doesn't usually take threes. Credit to him for taking them. He had so many good looks. I mean, they were the shot you want, and they didn't go in. And, and Clarkson, 2 for 9. And he has had 2 for 9s. That's not as outrageous. But for those three guys all to do that at the same time and be a combined 2 for 25, of course you're going to lose. And I thought they were doing all the other stuff right until late in the third quarter. Late in the third, you know, eventually you miss enough shots and does it impact your energy level or your concentration or you haven't scored enough points to cover up mistakes that maybe you make in other games but they're just not as noticeable because you're hitting threes all the time. And that's when it really showed up at the end of the third quarter. It was an eight-point game late in the third quarter and they were shooting the three terribly. And I guess I don't go to the Mavericks making the three as much because to me, what's more unlikely that those three guys are all cold at the same time, or the Mavs shoot 47%. I haven't looked up how often the Mavs shoot it, but I'm sure they've had a bunch of other nights this year where they've shot in the mid to high 40s. I, I don't and know other I teams credit, are going to do that. I don't know that I credit O'Neal for taking eight threes. Do I really want him taking eight threes in a game? If he's that open. Uh, and, uh, yeah, well, not if he goes 0 for 8, I don't. <laughs> I don't care if there's nobody out on the floor, I don't. That's not how he got in the league. So you are who you are. I don't know that that's who Royce O'Neal is. So if I'm the other team and I'm picking who I want to shoot the threes on the Jazz, you're, Royce, you're not, here's you're, the ball, buddy. You're picking Royce. You're not picking Mitchell, and you're not picking, picking and, Clarkson. And Clarkson is not a good three-point shooter. He's a mediocre three-point shooter. His numbers have been bouncing around in the mid-30s. Yeah, I mean, he's. you look at his career uh, – He's at one time in a short stint with uh, Cleveland, uh, he shot 40%. Other than that, he's in the 30s and even some in the low 30s. So I'm not sure I really want him firing it up. The, the thing that I would say is if you're not hitting, if you're 0 for 7 and you're Royce O'Neal, do I really want you to go 0 for 8? I guess in a game you're going to lose anyway, uh, it doesn't much matter. But – you know, I wouldn't mind doing like uh, Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich knows he's not hitting from three. So what he's doing now is trying to score in other ways. Like he only took three three-point shots. Mm-hmm. He's one for three. Yep. But he was seven for 14. He found ways to score. And it's clear that he's trying to use his size advantage and is just a skill that he has. He's obviously a, a prolifically skilled offensive player. And so he's trying to take care of the ball more and make sure it's not getting stripped. Uh, he had zero turnovers, it seemed like, a while there. Every time he drove to the hoop, I don't know if the ball was getting too wide from away from his body or whatever it is. I'm sure they figured it out, and uh, he took care of that. Now he's finding the way, ways to score down low. So I would sort of say if you're 0 for 7, maybe you might want to think twice about going in. What, what are the chances of you going 1 for 8 versus 0 for 8? Mitchell, eh, fire away. Do whatever you think you should be doing in that moment. Royce is, uh, even with that 0 for 8, that dropped him just a little under 39% from this year. That's a pretty good number. Not a great number, but it's still, that's still pretty good. Clarkson's at 35% for the season, which is down from last year. He was 36.5% last year for the Jazz, so it's taking a hit. But you're right about Bogey. I mean, they've run post-ups for him, and he'll just drive and sometimes drive and dish. You should mostly drive and looking to score, but... 
sometimes he'll eyes out and all that stuff and, uh, and make the pass. He's definitely and, and Clarkson looks to drive quite a bit. Yeah, and and Clarkson has other ways of scoring. I think that Clarkson for me, and I don't have any stats, and I'm not a big basketball mind. I just go with what I feel, and I'm I'm a fan who somehow got a radio gig. Uh, Clarkson, I think with him taking those threes, it opens up his ability to score other ways. So if he should miss, well, it's going to give him opportunities because people are going to have to get on top of him and guard him out there. Whereas O'Neal, he's rarely guarded, and O'Neal's rarely putting the ball on the floor and going to the basket. Uh, Clarkson can do that, and he's the one guy who can dribble 22 seconds out of the 24 and find a way to score. So I can live with his misses, as long as they're good shots and not just tightly contested giveaway possessions that have very little chance to go in. That bothers me when it comes to that situation. But if they're good three-point shots, fire them up. Uh, because they're going to guard you, and that's going to open up opportunities for you then to use the, your creative way and your strength to get inside and find ways to he, – man, he sometimes he makes your eyeballs dizzy with all the movement and herky-jerky stuff that he has and finds a way to get his shot off. And so I can live with his three-point misses because I think it helps his game and that the defense has to honor it. I don't know that you have to honor O'Neal to that level. So I'm not sure I really want him going, putting up, unless he's hot. If he's feeling it, so be it. But at no point was he feeling it. Jay says, the problem with this loss is it gives everyone something to talk about. Quote, yeah, they can demolish the bad teams, but then look what happens when they play a good team. Close quote. Just another thing for the haters to judge us on. It's not college football. It doesn't matter what the haters think. Yeah, but it's uh, you worry about people's perception. I mean, when I hear I don't care what fill-in-the-blank thinks, I think, well, then why would you tell me? If you don't care about it, you, things that I don't care about, I don't even talk about. <laughs> so I think – and I don't, I'm not saying that the players care about it. I think the fans care about it. The fans do care about it. I'm not going to debate that. The fans do care about that. We've heard about it so much, they absolutely care about it. And I think the players, especially today's players, with the access right at their fingertips, they're aware of so much more. I mean, that's why you have Kevin Durant getting into it Mm -hmm. with some comedian dude and using language that other people get suspended by, and he just gets a fine, and you just say, don't do it again, Kevin. Okay, thanks. Other guys get suspended for a week, but you know, it depends on who's saying what they're saying is the penalty these days it's the world in which we live in but they have that access right there so and i'm sure if people say negative things it it gets to you now what do you do how do you respond when it gets to you it's up to you uh, but i think they're aware of it and so uh, if they if they should lose to phoenix and portland yeah then it's going to grow Without question, especially that Phoenix game, because they've got the two best records, and it's going to be on ESPN. So, and and if the Suns win, they'll move within a game and a half. They will have won two out of three, and they'll have the tiebreaker. Uh, so there'll be all all kinds of things to say if they lose that game. Good, let them get the Lakers in the second round. Oh, assume, you're assuming the Lakers are going to finish in the four-five <laughs> spot now? I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. That's- 
I, I can't I can't tell you because I don't know when the studs are coming yeah. back. So it's impossible. But it's something to keep an eye on. What I'm saying, the point I'm making, is possibly finishing second may not be the worst thing. It might be uh, if the yeah. Lakers get healthy and you get them back. But we don't know that. I mean, I'd say this is probably as good a chance as them finishing fourth as it is sixth right now. Uh, depending, basically, w- the Lakers will finish what they want to and what health allows them to finish. And I don't think they care. I don't think they feel like the second round, oh, we got to get the Jazz or we got to get Phoenix. I don't think that's even a line of thinking for them. I LeBron think wants to be healthy, and he wants yeah. AD healthy. And after that, he'll take his chances with anything else. But if he's got a wish list of what he wants, number one, I want to be healthy. Number two, I want that guy healthy. After that, it's all gravy. Lakers right now are a half game behind fourth place Denver and a half game in front of sixth place Portland. So anything could happen, clearly. I'm just trying to look at a silver lining if you you should lose. Uh, But uh, that's stretching it. Uh, because yeah, you you know you're playing better teams, and so you're going to be judged by that. And that's a, it's an interesting week, as you pointed out yesterday. And right now, they they bombed the first test, and there's still great thing about it is even if they bomb this week, there's next week and the week after, and the playoffs are the final. These are just quizzes along the way and keeping it with the school vernacular. And I come from a long line of educators, and I do have my teaching credential from Grand Canyon. It was a college. Now it's a university. I mean, it's grown up since I've been there. Well, I'm really interested to see how the Lakers finish in the Pacific Division race. I'm following that closely. That was a big deal when I was a kid. So you can (laughs) scoff at my childhood memories all you want. DJ PK, Gonzaga, (laughs) what happened Got a long list of explanations slash excuses. We'll get to them next. DJ and PK. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.